In a world where entertainment is randomly scattered across Wikipedia, and no one can be sure of anything. Citation needed! Two men stand alone. They are Ben Graw, I'm Earth's last hope, and Garth Remington. Does it come with a pickle or is that extra? And word on the street is, they're gonna clean up Wikipedia. Yo, I heard word on the street is, they gonna clean up Wikipedia. And while they're fighting a tide of information, their fans are fighting tides of hot girls hitting on them. You listen to Wiki Review? That's hot. But sometimes you have to go off page to get the job done. I got the internet breathing down my neck because you're rogue hot shot rating system! This isn't a podcast. This is the Wiki Review. Fine, let's see what this horrible woman did to her dog. My new co-star is going to be cat turds. Yes. (laughs) Slight improvement. (laughs) We're not all robots doing the same dance. Hello and welcome to Wiki Review. I'm Ben Graw. I'm Garth Remington. And in case you didn't listen to last time's episode, we have started pumping out videos on our YouTube channel. And I wanted to look for an excuse to turn an entire episode of Wiki Review into an hour and a half commercial for our YouTube channel. So on this episode, we are doing the Wikipedia page for YouTube. Okay, y'all. Welcome to my Humidor YouTube channel. Today we're going to be learning about smoky eye makeup. I'm going to do a tutorial on the makeup while I play a little Call of Duty. You're going to watch me stream, brah. Alright, remember to subscribe. Just to point out, we have no makeup videos or gaming videos on our YouTube channel. No gaming or makeup tutorials yet. (laughs) You keep pitching that idea and I keep saying no. (laughs) I say just because we started it doesn't mean it's getting stale. We need to go in new and scary directions. Directions that we don't know. Wouldn't you want to see me try to figure out how to put makeup on? While playing Call of Duty? Yeah. It's a very niche market you've got there. There's actually something for the girls, something for the guys. It's true. There's two ways that could go. Either everyone gets on board or there's like this one very small Venn diagram middle who are just like, oh my God, it's happened. It finally exists. Yeah, gaming drag queens. Yeah, I reckon (laughs) drag queens would play video games. I mean, sure. Why not, right? Did the fake nails get in the way of playing video games? I don't know if that's a thing. No, they probably would. You'll find out when you get up to your nail episode and you're playing them. Look, all that's really going to happen is I'm going to be constantly repetitively dying and respawning on a game while I get, like, mascara in my eye. And I'm going to be like, oh, it hurts. How do people do this? If you want to see a man in pain... Yeah, I actually changed my mind. I would watch this. See? (laughs) It's just an idiot. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I'm gonna put the mascara on. Oh my god, I just died. Oh my eye! But that is essentially what YouTube is, as far as I can tell. It's just girls learn how to do makeup. Well, boys and girls learn how to do girls' makeup and hair. And guys, watch other guys play video games. Correct me if I'm wrong, that's pretty much YouTube, isn't it? I mean, there's other 
other stuff, there's us. We don't do any of that stuff. That's true. We have got the untapped market of not hair, makeup, and video games. Yes, we're the first people to think of putting comedy sketches on YouTube. That's genius. Yeah, no one had thought about it before then. Untapped market. If anyone was interested in that, we'd do so well. <coughs> so yeah, uh, what is it? The Humidor YouTube channel? That's what it's called? Yes, the Humidor YouTube channel. What channel was that? Humidor. Ah, the Humidor YouTube channel. I've heard of that. It's got some great comedy on it. We should all subscribe. Yeah, definitely. Like, click down and subscribe. It's all in the show notes. You're going to hear that a lot in this episode. I'm just getting this started. So they got a picture up for YouTube, and I'm assuming it was put up here a while ago because we're not in it. But not that long ago because it's got it in it. You know, the killer clown? Yeah, a trailer for it. So, well, in the last three years because it says 2017. They got a trailer for the Emoji movie. How did a trailer for the Emoji movie make it on there, but we didn't? Well, we weren't around then in 2017. I think we had some stuff up on 2017. That's a good point. Do we have the battle wrap up then? Yeah, the battle wrap should be up here. Oh, why is it not? There should be a logo. Humidor! Which, if you don't know what we're talking about with the battle wrap, many episodes ago, I believe in the episode wrapping. Yeah, if I were to take like a stab in the dark here. It was either hip-hop or rap. I'm pretty sure we did rap. <laughs> that was actually a really good episode now I think about it, because we had a game in there, Redneck or Racist, which was a classic game, and then we did like a rap battle. Like, that's probably the most Who won that battle episode. again? Yeah, yeah, we, we, we don't acknowledge that. Yeah, I think we do. I think we need to spend a lot of time acknowledging that. That's <laughs> probably the whole point of a rap battle. But let's move on, because I'm dignified in my victory. But there was a lot of production in that episode, though. Like, it is very unnaturally so for every other one that we do. I know. It doesn't seem like us. That's not our brand. We were going to take it in that direction, but got lazy. <laughs> we had a direction. Then we realized the real direction was lazy. Okay, so that's the picture. The Emoji Movie, which still haven't seen. Don't plan to see. Have you seen it? No. Good. Who would watch that? I don't need to watch that. It's terrible. I already know that. Yeah, it sounds like a really stupid idea, doesn't it? Uh, I regret watching the trailer back in 2017 because it's probably my fault that it's on here now. Why does anyone need to see that? Other than, is this real? Because when I heard Emoji Movie, I went, that's not real. Is that real? How's that real? Is that, that's not real. Oh my God, it's real. This is what I didn't know though. Cause it says that they created the service in 2005 and that was only in February of 2005. By November of the next year, they had sold it to Google for 1.65 billion. Nice. That's a tasty meat pie right there. Could you imagine two years from now, we've not only thought of an idea, but we've sold it to Google for $1.65 billion. I can't tell if that brings me joy to think of or dread to think of like oh that'd be so sweet god that didn't happen to me 1.65 billion what do you do except nothing from then on former paypal employees chad hurley steve chen and one of the founders is called jod karim what's the bet he did all the work yeah <laughs> okay chad's and steve hooked up with jord <laughs> i want to know what those guys are doing now because if anyone goes like well, what's the next big thing you need to do jump a jet ski i don't know drink until i'm dead yeah i did it yeah I did my thing and now I party. Here's the thing, but I would definitely sell any idea I had for 1.65 billion. I can't think of anything on this planet I wouldn't sell for that much. Yeah, because even if it was worth like 5 billion, who gives a shit? What are you going to do with another 3.35 billion? You're not going to notice that you're missing 3 billion if you've already got 1.5 billion. Yeah, once you're in that billionaire territory. Once you get over a certain number, it's just you have infinite monies. You're never going to run out. You're going to spend the rest of your life like crashing Volvos. Oh, I crashed it. Give me another one. So that's the market we need to appeal to, Google. We need to see what they want. You don't even have to do something that they want. You just have to do something that they find intimidating. So they're like, oh, look, we don't really know, but we'll just buy you out. I'd 
like to be bought out by Google, I'd at least like the phone call. Even if they were like, look, we'll give you five grand if you stop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'd stop recording this podcast right now. Oh, hell yeah. They do talk about on YouTube that you can't put anything on there that's violent and or sexually suggestive and involving popular characters or sexually suggestive content involving popular characters. So long as the characters aren't popular, you can make it sexually suggestive. Yeah. Like Iron Man, he cannot do anything sexually suggestive. The Phantom? Yeah. <laughs> He's not popular. He's not popular. He's no one's favorite. He's the guy who dresses in purple. No, I think you've started reading halfway through a thing. Because that's talking about, you know, like they put, you know the thing where things are marked child safe? Yes. But then it's like horrible videos of sex and stuff. That's what we're reading here. Okay. Wow, I just hit a gold mine on this one, didn't I? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Horrible. I like that violent and or sexually suggestive content involving popular characters is all one highlight. That's a hyperlink. So it's like Peppa Pig, like having sex or something. Yeah. Getting spit roasted. I don't know. So what do we want to find out about YouTube? Oh, go to April Fool's. Oh, April Fool's sounds good. That does. April Fool's. YouTube featured an April Fool's prank on the site on the 1st of April, an appropriate time to do it, of every year from 2008 to 2016. Why'd they stop? This is the exciting part. We're going to find out. All links to videos on the main page were redirected to Rick Astley's music video, Never Gonna Give You Up. They Rick rolled everyone. Is that where Rick Rolling came from because they did it? Or was it because everyone else did it that they did it? Rick Rolling was a thing before they did it, right? Well, there's a YouTube page for Rick Rolling. I would laugh if I click on this and it just brings up a video and there is no YouTube page. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. That's disappointing. There's actually like history and everything on it. It should just be one video on this page and it should just be never gonna give you up. Okay, and where did it start? Origin. Okay, so we're deep in the rabbit hole now. The use of the song for Rick Rolling dates to 2006. That's before them. Originating from the 4chan image board. Remember 4chan? I do remember 4chan. You go there if you want to see horrible things and have slurs yelled at you. (laughs) From an early meme known as Duck Rolling. I don't know what that is. Let's find out. Sometime in 2006, the site moderator, some guy called Moot, Christopher Mootpool, implemented a word filter replacing the word egg with duck as a gag. What a funny gag that is. (laughs) That is awesome. On one thread where egg roll had become duck roll. (laughs) Ah, God! 4chan is full of the best, highest class comedy. Why would you need professional stand-up comedians and listen to their podcast when you've got Moot on 4chan? (laughs) He managed to make duck rolls. Woo. Why were people talking about egg rolls so much, though? Well, it was just one thread. I mean, like yeah. on an entire thread, like someone got home and goes, I got to log onto my computer and talk about egg rolls. Not enough is being said about them. Have you been on Reddit? There is... That just blows my mind. Why are there these minute topics that people are just like, oh, I have like so many opinions on teaspoons? Oh, absolutely. Because that's just <clears> how <throat> things are. In fact, you're more likely to have more opinions on something about teaspoons than you are about who you're going to vote for in the election. Look, I do have opinions on teaspoons, but not that many. And I'm not that passionate about them. Not enough to go out of my way. And if you are talking about egg rolls and 4chan, you went on 4chan to find an egg roll thread. And that person's going to lose their mind going like, what's this duck roll shit? Like, I'm looking for egg rolls. And Moot's all like, I got you, buddy. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm a prankster. <laughs> I'm starting something here. Prankster moderator up in 4chan, huh? You guys never know what's going to happen. Okay, so then from an anonymous user posted an edited image of a duck with wheels, calling it a duck roll because of that. The image caught on across 4chan. The image would be the target of a hyperlink with the otherwise interesting title with a user clicking through 
having been said to be duck rolled. So you, know, you click a attractive girl like wants to meet you, and you click it, and then it's a picture of the duck with wheels. Ha <laughs> ha! God, they're comedy geniuses. <laughs> they're lucky they didn't get a virus for <laughs> clicking something. I know, right? It's 4chan. That's full of horrible things. Like I get like spam in my Facebook all the time, and at no point do I ever go like, I want to see this girl's naked video. I'm like, it's probably a virus <laughs> or a duck with wheels. At best, it's a duck, duck with, with wheels. wheels. It's the sort of thing where you're like clicking it like, oh, I hope it's a duck with wheels. Okay, so then the scene is March 2007. The first trailer for the highly anticipated Grand Theft Auto 4 was released onto Rockstar Games' website. Viewership was so high that it crashed Rockstar's site. Several users helped to post mirrors of the video on different sites. But one user on 4chan had linked to the Never Gonna Give You Up video, claiming to be the trailer, tricking numerous readers into the baited switch. This practice quickly replaced duck rolling for other alluring links, all generally pointing to uh, Astley. How do you say his name? Astley? Rick Astley? Rick Astley? I know the song, but I've only ever read it. Like, I know Rick rolled, but Rick Astley? Okay, so that's where it happened. What a backstory. Editors of Know Your Meme? What's Know Your Meme? Oh, I know so- Know Your Meme. That's like a website, so it's like just details all the memes. Oh my god, why have we not done this? You knew this was a thing and we haven't done it? This is just a list of memes. I didn't know there was a Wikipedia page. Garth. There's a Wikipedia page for everything. Has this show taught you nothing? <laughs> we just clicked on duck roll. <laughs> if there's a Wikipedia page for duck roll, there's a Wikipedia page for memes. Yeah, so this is just a backstory for all memes. Can we do this one next time? Yeah. Yeah, is this the next episode? Or should we just look at it now and then forget? Because we're going to forget. Oh, I don't know. No, I, I say for the first time we can just like say next time on Wiki, Wiki Review. Review. Yeah, t- tune in next fortnight. We're going to talk about memes. God knows I am. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we're doing it out here. Humidor YouTube channel. Subscribe. Yeah, it's YouTube. Yeah, we'll stay on message. Yeah. yeah, we'll get to memes next week. We've got to start doing some memes. <laughs> yeah, let's release some memes for next time. So then it's like an hour and a half ad for our memes. <laughs> okay. So, so what were we talking about with this? That was oh, Rick, Rick Rolling. We checked it out. So now we know where Rick Rolling came from. And the point of it is, it happened right before they did the April Fool's prank in 2008. Because that happened it's March like 2007. Years. Rick Rolling first started. And then 2008 in April. So like a year later, they're like, let's do Rick Rolling. I want to point out one thing with the memes. Shut up and take my money. We've all seen the fry shut up and take my money. When, you know, there's some product that's stupid or like really alluring, someone will send that meme. Shut up and take my money. Great episode of Futurama. KFC uses that phrase. Shut up and take my money on their ads. Yeah. Fry and came up with a gold mine. I know, but I didn't realize that Fry did because I saw it on the KFC ads. Old people go, shut up and take my money. And I thought maybe it was a previous thing. No, Futurama made it up. But what's even genius is old people I know will go, shut up and take my money. I'm like, oh, you like Futurama? What's a Futurama? <laughs> it has been that successful that it is in the culture across the country, across the world. And they don't even know where it came from. Isn't that cool? I had a moment like that with myself recently where I'm trying to go through and watch some of the classic movies that I haven't seen. One movie that I managed to catch up with recently was Jaws. The shark did it. It's a detective movie, right? Yeah, same thing happened in Jaws 2 as well, which I also watched, which is significantly worse. Jaws 3, the butler did it. Yeah, Jaws 3 doesn't look like it's going to be any good either, but I'm still going to watch it. (laughs) We decided to go smaller shark instead of bigger. If I watch the Sharknado series, I can watch the Jaws series. (laughs) You can make it. But there is a point in the first one where the main character's talking to some guy on the beach and he looks up at this stupid like swimmer's cap that he's got and he goes that's one bad hat Harry and I've heard that at the end of TV shows the one that 
sticks out is House, if you ever watched that. Uh, I don't really remember it, but... But yeah. He said it in that. No, oh, he so said it at the end. Like, you know where that sit, Ubu sit. Oh, it's someone put that... Someone oh, at the end hat, of some show goes, that's one bad hat, Harry. And so it's, it's a like, reference to Jaws, as it it's turns It's a production out. company's goodbye, is what you're saying. Yes. But it's not Steven Spielberg who did House. No. So... It's not Steven Spielberg's company. It's um, just a tribute to him. Like, imagine that. You can't even come up with something original. Like, is that how they got in the business? They're like, oh, this is our thing. Oh, that's one bad hat, Harry. Oh, these people must be involved with Steven Spielberg. Quick, get them a show. Get that guy from Blackadder. Tell him <laughs> act American. Okay, so now we got to get back to this April Fool's because I really need to know this. Why did it stop is the next question. So now we know why it started and how it started. Well, we got up to Rick rolling. Uh, yep. Uh, the next year when clicking on a video, the main page. Okay, I thought it was going to be uh, Rick rolling every year, but that was just the <laughs> first year. The next year when clicking on a video on the main page, the whole page turned upside down. Do a barrel roll, one might say, which the YouTube claimed was a new layout. In 2010, YouTube temporarily released a, in capitals, text, then lowercase p. I'm guessing that's a internet coding thing, which rendered video imagery into, this is a bunch of stuff I don't know, letters, in order to reduce bandwidth cost to $1 per second. What the hell does that sentence mean? They just changed the videos into like a lower format so it looked crap. And it costs $1 per second? Like for them- No, that, that's what their claim was. They go, they're reducing it so it only costs $1 per second to download now. Oh, I get the joke. Like mm. they made it- Couldn't they just say they made the videos really crap quality and told everyone it cost them money? Yeah, they put too many levels to it where you sort of like get lost in the jargon. Yeah, that's a bit- that, That's a nerdy one. I'm sure there are people out there that are like, text P, A-S-C-I-I-R. Oh, oh, those rascals. That's so funny of them. Well, that was like... Do you remember when Pokemon Go was a thing? Yes. Still is a thing, I'm led to believe. No, probably. Yeah. But at one point, they decided to play an April Fool's joke on everyone, where they said that they were going to do a conversion where it was going to update to 8-bit graphics, which is twice as fast as... 4K. But it's not, is it? No, because 8-bit is like way down on the scale. That's... It's just 4 and 8 they were saying is double. Mm, that's the one below the Sega Mega Drive. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially all the game turned like very pixely for a week or so. Wow. And they're like, ha ha ha, we gotcha. For a whole week? Yeah, it was kind of weird where it was just like, at first you're like, oh yeah, this is funny, I get it. And then like at the end of the week you're like, god damn it, just turn back to normal. Uh, so did it look kind of like Minecraft? Or was it even yeah. worse than that? No, it pretty much looked like Minecraft. That's so Nintendo. I love the the idea of them going ha we gotcha okay you got us yeah that was pretty funny are you gonna change it back now no you're gonna do this for a week <laughs> and you honestly don't think this is gonna affect your sales because it's a big game it's nintendo it's international and pokemon go was a thing imagine all your friends are on pokemon go and you feel left out as a kid because they're all running around chasing invisible pokemons and you're left out but you tell your mom mom i don't know much about pokemon but everyone's playing it i need to get in on the fad and you just happen to sign up that week. So the first thing you see is a bunch of pixelated crap and you're just like, this is what everyone's been doing? This is garbage. And then you look at them and they'd be like, no, usually it looks really... Okay, fine, it sucks, whatever. That's probably why it's not too much of a thing anymore. <laughs> they probably ruined it. That's why they only did one April Fool's joke. And then whoever was in charge of it, they're like, look, you don't get how pranks work. <laughs> I like to think that that person changed it and they're like, are you going to change it back? Nah, that's the joke. You think it's going to get better, but it will never. And then they fired him a week later and changed it 
back. Like, it was meant to be forever. All right, so we're up to 2011 now on their pranks. Okay. Uh, the next, the next year, year, the site celebrated its 100th anniversary. What? Oh, with a range of... <laughs> you just went, what? You fell for the prank <laughs> right there. Obviously, we're reading the April Fool's <laughs> joke. I'm if they're celebrating their 100th anniversary. <laughs> How did I do that? Oh, I don't know. This one's already genius because it got you. I know. <laughs> next year, the site celebrated its 100th anniversary with a range of sepia tone silent early 1900 style films including a parody of keyboard cat oh that's cute because remember the guy gets the cat to play the keyboard it's genius yeah I wonder if there would have been some people who would have been like oh my god when like videos were first uploaded to YouTube they would have been in black and white yeah exactly that's so clever that they would have tricked people I'm just starting to realise now oh <laughs> Rick Rolling keyboard cat breading like, you know where the cat's got bread on it and that cat that um Orlando Johnson yeah the Orlando Johnson cat yeah you know when people described like oh back in the 50s Charlie Chaplin danced around above a, a sewer grate it was hilarious why is that funny oh it was just the way he did it, it was so funny that's what we're doing right now our history is stupid this is what we call entertainment kids are gonna look at us as grandparents like yes Billy and then keyboard cat came out and we all laughed we laughed so hard <laughs> a cat can't be playing a keyboard you're a cat not a person and Billy's gonna be like grandpa that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard yeah our style of entertainment is gonna be really hard to explain to future generations <laughs> or it'll be dumber in the future like the idea that we have like three tiered memes now in order to find this meme funny you need to understand like a meme that was led from another meme and that's why this meme exists and it's like all put together so in the future kids will be like that's just so simple <clears throat> that you th even think that three tiers <clears throat> is like funny that's just like a joke or they'll be like why would you do any of that that's not even funny you don't get it like this kid he was giving a thumbs up and it was a kid and he had this like stupid smile I mean that's just the thing these days where the price of decent equipment has gone down to the level that like back in the old days if you were to get like a radio show you had to be talented and important yes. but these days like any idiot can buy a microphone and go hello and welcome, welcome to, to wiki, wiki review. review like it's anyone like any, any idiot <laughs> can be there like I'm Ben Grohr I'm Garth Remington any idiot could do that <laughs> and I mean has I mean, literally as well, that even applies with any idiot could do that. If two people start up a podcast claiming that they were Ben Grohr and Garth Remington and that was Wiki Review, I don't actually know how to stop them. Neither do I. I'm like, I don't actually know the how I go through it. Do we even own the copyright on this show? It's not even worth anything. <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? Like, what are we fighting over? <laughs> I know. It'd be like years in court for nothing. Like, if people went to court over that, it's just sunken money on both sides. Both knowing that they'll never go anywhere. There was a band in Brisbane called Taxi. Good band. You may know them. I remember them from the 90s, yeah. Yeah. It, um, Stacked It on the Dance Floor was a was a great hit from them. Stacked It on the Dance Floor. And then there was another band that came about called Taxi. And they went to court. They went to court over their, their name because this is a one taxi town, people. And it sounds like a pretty common name and like you couldn't own the name Taxi. But they went to court and Taxi Stacked It on the Dance Floor. They won their name. So the other band changed their name to Taxi Ride and became famous. They went on to have like actual film clips and be a big deal in the country while Taxi remained in obscurity. That's like, funny. They were a big deal in 
Brisbane in the 90s. And Taxi Cab Ride, was it Taxi Ride or Taxi Cab Ride, went on to be like a well-known band. So what did you win? Yeah, name really means nothing. It's what you do with it. We may not be the most successful musicians, but we do quite well legally. So you want to hire us to play at your bar mitzvah? Because that's probably what they're doing now. I jest. They're very good. Okay, sorry. Uh, we're still learning these things. Okay, so 2013, YouTube teamed up with satirical newspaper company The Onion, which I still can't believe The Onion is a thing. Yeah, it's like fake news, is it? Like, uh, first off, it's not that different to all other news. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, the, the same thing these days. Yeah, but The Onion is just a satirical newspaper. And the only use I've ever seen for it is people sending The Onion clips out to people who think it's real because they don't get no. irony. Like, you can't do that to kids. That's rude. Yeah, that's the only use for it. How does The Onion make money? Yeah, I've never understood the premise. It's like if we were to do a fake news show where we just made up news. Could you do that as a show? To me, that just sounds like it would look stupid. Like, people would just be going, I don't get it. It's not real. I'm just going to stop you there because I have a friend who did a festival show last year called The Fake News. And it was sold out. Really? I mean, no, good on him for making it work. I'm not saying it won't work. It's just in my head. I'm just like... <laughs> this is our problem. We're thinking wrong. We're like, first off, who watches the news? And secondly, like, why would you watch the news if it wasn't real? So what? is it about a character? Because I could imagine something where it's like a newsreader character and that's what you're sort of he getting just, into. He read the fake news. I told you. That's really? The, I didn't actually see it. There might have been more to it. But it's kind of the <clears> feeling <throat> with mockumentaries where it's like... So it's like just a fictional movie that's shot shitly <laughs> it's just it's fake news it's made up stories in the formatting of like how you get told news do you watch the news i don't know is the news still a thing yeah i old people tell me it is i get a lot of my news from either like reading it off the internet or <laughs> which that's YouTube. not news <laughs> yeah if it comes up on youtube I mean, it has to be real there's like real news on the internet on, i don't look on facebook see i go to youtube because that's where i learned all kinds of cool stuff about this guy robin hood had like all these opinions <laughs> and so did Dracula and you can find all of them on public domain confessions on the Humidor YouTube channel <laughs> okay so what we got as far as the onion 2013 YouTube got the onion to claim in an uploaded video that the video sharing website was launched as a contest which had finally come to an end and would shut down for 10 years before being relaunched in 2023 hey that's nearly now featuring only the winning video the video starred several YouTube celebrities in including An Antoinine Dodson. Who's Antoinine Dodson? This is our competition on YouTube. Okay, so... How much better are they <clears throat> doing than us? What's a Kevin... Oh, I know who he is. Do you? I don't. Yeah, he's that gay guy that is... Something bad happened to his sister yeah. and he was on the news and he's like really gay and he's like, oh, it's happening out here. And people took footage of him on the news talking about something bad that happened to his sister and turned it into a music video. Good on him. Yeah, let's see. What does it say here? Internet celebrity, singer, and actor. Huh. While resident in a housing project in Alabama, he gave an interview on local television. A home invasion and attempted rape of his sister. Huh. Sounds like comedy gold. I can see why it was funny. <laughs> this is what we have to explain to future generations. This is that thing. There was a, a phase around 2010 when someone would be like, well, all the passengers on this plane died. And 
And so someone takes that soundbite and puts it to techno. <laughs> they auto tune it and put yeah. it to techno. Yeah, put that like stupid robot voice. Yeah. So they're like, ah, uh, help, oh. I'm going to die. All the passengers died. All the passengers died. All the passengers died. And like, that's horrible. I think that's what's wrong with our generation. We have a very open door policy to mean spiritness. Like, we're all just happy to get on board. Like, how funny is it that a gay guy was talking about his sister getting like attempted raped? That's it, horrible. It even appeared on the Billboard Hot 100 list. <laughs> <laughs> Which could you imagine? There's like some guy who works at the Billboard Hot 100, and he's wanted that job forever because he loves music. He's passionate. He grew up on the greats, and now he's looking at this song on the charts, just going like, "Music used to work." It's just like, what the hell is this shit? <laughs> I know that I, old people would say that about music. I swear I'm not old. Like you know, old people go, "Oh, this new music's garbage." No, seriously, this is garbage. How is this a thing? What is wrong with you, children? It's like, when I got older, I didn't want to hate music that the kids were into, but it's like they're trying to pick music that I'm going to hate. I will put it this one further, like, yeah, they say, oh, each generation, oh, we're tougher than the next. They get worse or whatever, like, the way they talk about the 90s. 2010, they really had to step it up. There was really nothing left to do other than mock people whose sisters got home invaded. (laughs) You really left us very little options. Oh, we get drunk, we get tattoos, we're denim. Yeah, well, we auto-tune a gay guy's voice in a, in a news interview. I mean, this is one thing that does concern me about going onto this whole YouTube thing. A lot of things that become popular on YouTube are just dumb. Do you remember, like, many, many episodes ago, I informed you about Pen Pineapple Apple Pen? Which I told you never to mention that name again because they've got enough views. <laughs> it still burns me because like, I get it, all right? It's ridiculous. To me, it's just like something that that became that big. It's like the dude didn't even try hard. He didn't even have the props. He was miming the props. <laughs> he just had a stupid song and a stupid background and some nice clothes. That's just, if you would pitch that idea to me and said I had this song, I'd be like, all right, I'll film your stupid song. But at the very least, you've got to get a pen, an apple, a pineapple, and, a pineapple, and another pen. Yeah. And it's like, if you buy that, we'll film it. And you're like, no, I'm just going to mime it. I'd be like, stupid, dude. No one's going to watch it. But you're an what idiot. do I know? <laughs> all right, look, whatever. You're paying me for this. I'll do it. I always get skeptical and go, there has to be something more to it but no because i mean like unwrapping videos i've thought of this of like let's try really hard on a channel and let's just randomly start another channel that's just nonsensical bullshit and see which wins. and see which wins because we know which one we already know which is gonna win look like we- the stupid one will have like two and a half hour videos of us like doing nothing their children have an inbuilt market that's a secret market like the biggest band in this country for every year dating back as far as i know the wiggles because every year there's a new batch of kids listening to mash banana mash banana you don't have to be good in fact the guy's gotten so old they've replaced one of them they had to he's too old and sick yeah yeah they got a girl in there now yeah that's nice good diversity he actually tried to come back and Ooh. reclaim his spot as the lead singer oh that didn't go down well I bet. it didn't because the problem with the wiggles is the turnover of their audience is only like three or four years yes and he'd been gone for like five or six so no one knew who he was yeah so like it's like, like two generations of Wiggles fans didn't know who he was the first time when the girl comes it's like oh that's good diversity and oh the poor guy we all understand it was a big thing where the kids went oh he needs to get better they were explained him coming back it's like who is this guy and why is he picking on that girl we've talked about like the Ninja Turtles for a period had that girl one you reckon when they tried to get rid of her because she's still not around is she 
No, she's not. That was yeah. a flop. Because the people who would have watched that cartoon with the girl ninja would be young kids and they probably wouldn't know the original Turtles. I don't think that show was a big success because it wasn't even a cartoon. They were no, in, like, it was live suit. action, wasn't yeah. it? It, was, it was made by the makers of the Power Rangers. That's right, yeah. The ratings were so low at one stage they actually did a crossover with the Power Rangers to try and save it. And if you're doing a crossover with the Power Rangers to save your show... You should have just saved your money. Wow, that's just, things are getting bad. Yeah. Save me, Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. So should we be making a kids channel then? Yeah, absolutely. Make things for kids. Or there's all the instructional things, uh, how to do anything, because people look that up on YouTube. Or if you yeah, but I'm not good at stuff. There's nothing I can show people that don't already know how to do better than me. Yeah, like what's one instructional video that you reckon you could make? Because I'm really stretching to think. Like maybe I could show people how to make pancakes. But I'm assuming there's a huge market of like wrong, right there, Ben. That's your mistake. I'm assuming people know how to, and there's already people doing it. That doesn't stop everyone else getting millions of dollars for cooking pancakes and I would love to see your pancake thing because you'd be like alright I'll just film a thing and oh I screwed it up. Yeah YouTube yeah as long as he... What if there's a niche market in someone who's attempting to do something they have no idea how to do? I'm sure that's a thing of like <clears throat> idiots doing stupid things and screwing up. That people... Like what if you tried to teach people algebra? Okay but like I don't know how to do algebra is what you're saying. Well you don't do you? Of course I know how to do algebra. I do? Yeah I went to school Oh like <laughs> let's go um... Physics then Like I, know I don't know. Physics but yeah it's Something like complicated stuff. <laughs> All right, rocket science. Oh, no, I did that in high school too. Well, I mean, I built it, but I didn't ride it. But you know what I mean? Like, just something that you have no, no idea. Like, if you told me, like, yeah, how to knit a sweater. Yeah, knitting from someone who's never learned to knit, and you're not allowed to look up how to do it. <laughs> you just got to get the needles and hope you don't impale yourself. That sounds kind of like it'd be fun. All right, so how to make pancakes... The fluffiest pancakes you'll ever eat. How to make the best pancakes in the world. Oh my God, if I wanted to make pancakes right now, which <laughs> one of these videos would you click on? See, I love it because it starts with how to make easy pancakes, right? That's your top one. That's the top of how to make pancakes. And you look at it and you go, it's like a pancake being made. That's their thumbnail for it. Then fluffy pancake recipe. <laughs> they up the ante. They started from, well, these are easy. Oh, but these ones are fluffy. But then below it, the fluffiest pancakes you'll ever eat. Bang. Even fluffier. Yeah. You will never get fluffier than that. Of all the pancakes you'll ever eat, they're the fluffiest. But then number four, just when you thought the race was over, how to make the best pancakes in the world. They're claiming it. Do you know what you notice though about the best pancakes in the world? They're not fluffy. Not even a little bit. <laughs> it's like, why am I wasting my time with all this fluffy stuff? It's like, do you know the first thing we do? Forget the fluff. <laughs> the fluff is bullshit. We can't compete on the fluff. <laughs> but these are better. Apparently fluff doesn't make it the best. No, but then they've gone back with the fluff again for the next one because you can have fluffy Japanese pancakes. See this Whoa. one they're not claiming quality they're hoping to hit that exotic market. Like, oh Japanese and if you look at them they look kind of nice. Japanese do good things and it is very fluffy. But that's like, why would I want a Japanese pancake? Did they invent pancakes? Who invented pancakes? I'm pretty sure it's a worldwide thing but like Japanese have got their own kind of everything. I mean it's basically flour, eggs, mm. milk. I mean everyone was eating that stuff so throw it all in a bowl. I mean it's like there's different kinds of dumplings across the world and yeah the the idea that everyone did kind of figure out if you put an egg with flour, it kind mm. of makes stuff. See, I reckon, because these usually get ranked where the most popular one goes to the top. Yeah. And I reckon people looked down the list and just went, wow, so many options. Fuck it, I'm picking the shortest video. Yeah, and we can actually see the winners, because the top one is 22 million views. There are more than twice as many views who just want to make easy pancakes rather than fluffy pancakes. Which, actually, that does make sense, because, yeah, 
you're right. It's like way quicker. Like how to make the best pancakes in the world. That's a 10 minute video you got to pay attention to. How to make fluffy pancakes. That's like six minutes of your life. But easy pancakes, two and a half minutes. If you had two options, you got me standing there just going like, oh yeah, I can teach you how to make pancakes real easy, two and a half minutes. And the other guy's like, no, I can teach you to make the best pancakes in the world, but it will take 10 minutes. You'd be like, yeah, Ben, show me this two and a half minute thing. Yeah, just <laughs> can we just do the easy one? The trick is it says how to make easy pancakes. Because if you're Googling how to make pancakes, like you're at the stage, like you just want to know how to make a pan. You don't know how to make pancakes. You don't have the ready-made mix, which has the directions on the side. You're like, I just want pancakes, but I don't know how. Of course you want it easy. And that's why it has more views than uh, all, the, all the other ones are about 10 million. But they're still in... Freaking 10 million, Ben! God damn it. You know, we gotta stop trying to like make these videos and just make pancakes. I kind of really want pancakes right now. <laughs> See, this is the appeal with it. And then there's this whole marketing thing if then we get like pancakes to sponsor us. Yes! Like some pancake makers. I'll tell you what, next time we're making a video when we're stopping for lunch. Just keep filming. Just keep filming. <laughs> yep. We're there anyway. Garth, would you like some pancakes? I'm gonna make a coffee. How to make a coffee. I bet, yeah, if you, how to use a pod machine. How to anything gets looked up way more than Garth and Ben are gonna do something that's like been thought through, well written, well produced, well acted. It's really clever. Clever means fuck all on the internet I'm learning and it really pisses me off. <laughs> this is kind of depressing. It's just started as an ad for YouTube and now it's got into us going like, screw YouTube, you're yes. stupid. Well, it's not YouTube's fault that people are stupid. And I've spent my whole life like going, I can be clever, that's an asset. No, it turns out it's a complete detriment. <laughs> you, if you can think like an idiot, you will go so far in this world. I'll tell you what, how about we scrap all the videos that we're planning on releasing, just buy some Avengers costumes and do the Macarena and call it a day. I still think that's too much. <laughs> but that's the next Rickroll right there. I know, right? People will click links and it'll be you and me dancing in Avengers costumes. They're like, oh, we got humidor rolled. In a world where everything exists, like... <laughs> You're looking to see Avengers Macarena. Avengers do Macarena. Avengers dance off. Dance off? No. Avengers Infinity War weird trailer, apparently. Okay, there is... A Superman dancing Macarena. Yes. But this isn't the Macarena. They're not actually doing the Macarena dance. No, they're not. They're just doing a different dance completely. But and it is Spider-Man, the, the Hulk, and Iron Man. They're but doing... it is to the song. No. No, these are... I think it's still out there. No, we just saw... Well, they didn't do the Macarena, but it was the Avengers, and there was the Macarena song, and they were doing a dance. Yeah, and it got like 1,600 1, views. That's all right, I guess. I mean, it's not 10 million. Isn't that insane? The Avengers Infinity War dance-off got 2.5 million views. Yeah, views and quality are not related. Yeah. I mean, this got 11,000 views. Bongo Cat, the Avengers theme got 4 million views. This is starting to upset me. But yeah, Avengers attempt the Macarena only got 53 views. Maybe we should click on that one. I feel bad for them. Where is it? Um, Right in the middle. This one here. No, down one. Look at that. They only got 53 views. 54 now. Yeah. You're welcome, whoever did this. This has nothing to do with the Avengers, but they're all wearing their COVID masks. Avengers attempt Macarena. How are they? nothing to do Avengers. They're not Avengers. And see, that girl doesn't know how the, the Macarena works, yet she's like the only one really in the shot. Everyone else knows it. It looks like a vet. Yeah, like a nurse's office because they got a stethoscope there. Yeah, it's probably a vet, eh? By George, I think they've got it. Oh yeah, Port Royal Veterinary Hospital. There you go. See, what I like about this is, right, because like we put up a video and then we check our views and we're like, oh my god, people are watching it. Right now, the Port Royal Veterinary Hospital is like, we just got a 
of you. Did any of you watch it? And we just gave them the thrill that we want. So if you're out there, Port Royal Veterinary Hospital, just remember, Humidor YouTube channel has lots of great entertaining videos for you to watch. So I don't know. If all of you watch our stuff, then that's a fair trade-off. See, I think that'd be a fun thing if we could get, like, our videos viewed by heaps of people. But then we could, like, find little videos like this that have got basically no views, get a heap of support behind it, and just go, let's blow these people's minds. Wouldn't that be nice? Because could you imagine if we had the power that we could turn this 54 views into, like, a million by tomorrow? Oh, that would be so cool, wouldn't it? Just like, everyone, go do this. Do you, and it gets, do like, all the likes fly up and everything like that. But then there is the danger because that poor person who like first off you wake up and you're like oh my god you have a heart attack i got a million views then they think they're gonna be famous <laughs> and they're like oh my god like whatever it is they thought they did is what they're gonna attribute the success to oh my god i danced the macarena in a veterinary clinic's office we need to do a follow-up video guys this is fame and fortune calling in fact you know what i quit i'm done doing my job i'm an internet sensation i've gone viral so now I'm just going to do stupid dances in different foyers. Oh, Carol, you didn't even know how the Macarena was done. Why did you take that part and send a shot? That was the point. That was part of the beauty of it. That's why it shows humanizing of it. We're not all robots doing the same dance. I'm just out there not knowing how to dance. There's a whole story to this. And they're going to go out and they're going to try and replicate it and they're going to get 50 views. Um. In other words, you think you're doing something nice. You just ruined someone's life. I hope you're happy, Ben. But if you want to try and ruin our lives or like help us check out the humidor youtube channel <laughs> down in the show notes but i do like this for a fun game since we're doing youtube try and think of something that's dumb and we'll see if it's a video like we've already yeah. tried how to make pancakes we've seen that's many a video yeah. first thing that came to mind was dog balloon jet ski because i'm sure there's a dog with a balloon somewhere see this is how you look to see if we're making original content dog rides on jet ski yep golden retriever puppy rides jet ski take it to the next yeah. level my, I made my dog fly I've seen, by putting balloons on it. That's, that's insane. I have seen people do that, but usually they do it in the house. Don't put your dog in balloons outside. That's mean. Okay, this is interesting what we've got. We've got like a dog on a jet ski, dog on a jet ski. Some kind of, I'm guessing it's a Take it to comedy. the next one. Yeah, something where people are yelling at each other. I don't know why that it's even... It's got 3.3 million views, so screw them. It's called I Rode on a Jet Ski in Cabra Brosif. I don't know. Jet skiing bulldog. And then you've got like someone making their dog fly. Then you've got a jet ski that is a balloon. Oh, no dog though. No, no dog. I rode my jet ski in a swimming pool. Don't look down. Scary Valentine's date with Carter Shera. Okay, now we're just in a balloon. That's just a That's balloon. A hot air balloon. Those three things have not been combined yet. Quick, get on it. Oh, it just got uploaded. So now we know this market is untapped. We know that the dog balloon jet ski market? Untouched. We can be the first there. What do we do with this information? Do we go to YouTube and go, can we please? I'd like my money, please, now. Which one of those is harder to get, do you reckon? A dog or a jet ski? Jet ski. Jet skis cost money. Dogs just come to you if you call them. <laughs> Look, I can't walk around with sausages hanging out and then expect a jet ski to follow me home. Exactly. Jet skis don't respond to, here boy, come here boy. Jet skis are much less trusting. Oh my God, I'd love if you were doing that all day. Just like, oh my God, all these jet skis keep coming up to me, but not one dog. <laughs> Here's what I want to point out. Okay, the top one that comes up is dog rides on jet ski. And then below it is golden retriever puppy rides jet ski. 
both put out about a year ago. Second, Golden Retriever got 1.5 million views. Dog Rides on Jet Ski, 3.3 thousand views. Why did Golden Retriever Puppy get so much more? Because it got puppy in there. Also, if I was to guess, because it looks like the top one's got a guy in it and the second one's got a girl in it. And when you see Golden Retriever and a girl, people go, all right, I guess I'll click that one. Also, hers is three minutes and 50 seconds. His is only three minutes and five seconds. If you're looking to look at a dog on a jet ski, you want it to go as long as possible. Plus, the girl who made her dog fly got three and a half million views, which I hope it didn't fly off. Yeah, because I've seen people like they put the aviator goggles on their dog, a little aviator costume, and they put the balloons on the dog. You see the dog just looks very like, this is not cool, I'm floating. But they did it in a house. Don't you kind of want to click on it? I don't think we should. Oh, let's see the flying dog. All right, fine. Let's see what this horrible woman did to her dog. See, this is how she gets the views. Because it's stupid, but don't you immediately go, oh, she's dressed it up as Wonder Woman. Of course she is. You're a horrible, horrible person. We're learning, Garth. This is what we're going to do. If you're going to get a dog, we've got to put balloons on it. Yes, and as I was saying earlier, humans have to be horrible. We get great responses from people just being disgusting human beings. This whole video, it's 10 minutes, 40 seconds long of her making the balloon. Oh, Oh, she put the leash on it, like, to make sure it doesn't fly away. I haven't seen the dog in there yet. I don't think the dog is actually in there. They're just testing? Yeah, because we've got another five minutes to go. Yeah. Zip through this. Which I do hate this when there's videos where it's like 10 minutes long and it's just, oh, this is how I made it. This is how I did this. This is how I did that. That poor dog. You're a horrible person. So what should we do to my cat then? Catapult. (laughs) You're going to catapult my cat. Will it be okay? I guess we'll find out in the YouTube video. Yeah, you'll have to to watch all the way to the end to find out. Yeah, we're not going to tell you if the cat survives. (laughs) But (laughs) it'll be an impressive thumbnail, I'll tell you that. See, the dog's jumping out of the basket. It's like, don't do this to me. I thought we were friends. Why are you betraying me like this? Oh, it just wants to chew its its chew toy. Which is lamb chop. That's clever. Okay, this woman is not a good person. No, she's basically sending her dog up. Okay, so the dog's in there now. No, that's a toy. Is the dog in there with it? You keep waiting for like a moment to see. I know, right? I I think it's just the... Here we go. Okay, show the dog going in there. Or is this them just like, oh, this is the... See, this is what it's going to be like to have a thing in it. Most of this stuff is just drawn out. It's like unwrapping videos. It's just watching a kid unwrap something. And then that's the whole video. Yeah. It's because you want to know what's inside it. All right. Is the dog in there? You're a terrible person for putting this out in the world. And I don't believe you actually put a dog in there. So not only did you claim something horrible, you lied about it too. What the hell? There is no dog flying. Now, here's what I want to see. I bet there is a whole bunch of horrible, horrible comments below this video, which is true for pretty much all YouTube things. I'm much more interested to see what people have to say. Make sure you check out. Millie is so cute. I'm assuming that's the dog. Or it's a creepy comment about the girl. Yep. Thank me later. Whatever that means. What if the dog jumped out so sad? The first dog to fly. Doubt it. I've seen a different one with a post date earlier than this. That is so internet. So did we miss it? Because all these people are acting like they saw the dog fly. Ah, people are idiots. Who is watching this in 2020? Drop a like if you are. Oh, that's us. No, go to hell. Dog version of the movie up, lol. Wait, where's all the hate? Can you delete hateful things? Yeah, you can say no hateful comments and you can delete comments. Okay, well that's clearly what's happened. She has 4.86 million subscribers. Why? If I understood this, I'd be famous. That's why we're market researching. See, now, if you're sick of clicking through crappy videos like this, like, you go to YouTube and it's just a thing you wait a whole way 
through for nothing to happen, you need something with some spark. Like, you should probably check out the Humidor YouTube channel, where quality and humor meet. Could that be our tagline? I mean, I guess. It's good as any. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think goes against the tagline. <laughs> You're just going like, eh, it's good enough. Quality, sure, why not? I think those two things put together sums up Humidor perfectly. Fluorescent peach paperclip. And let's see what they give us. Perplexing paperclips. Trading a paperclip for a Tesla. Trading a paperclip for an iPhone 11. How to pick open a lock with a paperclip. I've actually watched that. Have you? Yes. Does it work? Well, they did it. They're showing you how to. Did you try it at home? No. Didn't watch it with sound on. I'm like, I think I know what they're doing, but I don't really. It seemed a little more complicated than I thought. I wanted to know how to pick a lock. It just sounds like something you might need to know one day. Because this says, says trading a paperclip for a Tesla. I want to hear more the story of the guy who's like, why I traded my Tesla for a paperclip. What two pieces of paper did I really need to hold together <laughs> yeah. that badly? But not so much so that they're held together like permanently. At some point, I will want to free them from each other. I think that's just the most clickbaity thing I've ever heard. It's like 28 minutes and 55 seconds. That's a half hour of him going, hey man, I got a paperclip, you want to try to test? Five hundred thousand views. I'll tell you what. When I get like a new TV or something like that, just give me a paperclip. I'll give you my old one. We'll film it, and you can call the video "How I Traded a Paperclip for a Television." Because that's exactly <laughs> what's happened. Like, I as, know. if that actually happened, it's total bull. When I update my TV, just get a paperclip. Mm. No, first <laughs> we wrap it in a uh, wrapping paper, so you can have an unwrapping video <sighs> that you will then trade for a paperclip. That is one thing I've thought of is like even when we were shooting like things you wouldn't want to hear which was a really fun series that we're releasing at the moment back to the plugging for the YouTube channel yeah things you wouldn't want to hear you should check it out there's a few episodes up yeah, I already think you got you had things you wouldn't want to hear from a doctor we released ages ago that has just Garth and I yeah you've all seen that oh but the next series it's even better because not only do you get Garth and I you get a bonus extra guest in the first one we had Zach Van Proyer oh god he's good the next one we had Mickey Flykick which we all know him we all know Mickey fly kick if, if you're, you're a podcaster to... for wiki review then you know mickey that's back in the early days mickey we used to talk about him got like lots of other guests amy louise dixon Hassan muhammad carla hayes Got yeah, um, Adam O'Sullivan. We've got Matt Graw, our talented musician. Yes, my brother. Yeah, we got Christopher Martin. We've Chris got Taylor Martin. Edwards. Yes, Kate She was great to have out. Oh, funny girl, Brendan, our talented artist drawer, Brendan. Oh, you can't forget Brendan. He's part of the Humidor family. Logan, our boy, Logan Bartholomew Cronin Stacy. One of the longest names in show business. Never fit in a marquee, love. <laughs> no, they had to hire a second billboard to fit it on. We have all those guests, plus that one that we forgot who's listening and really insulted right now. So we finally branched out and got all those amazing, talented people to make up for our lack. So we would make that show. We'd get some really good people over. We worked really hard to get the guests. We got the costumes. We set it all out with the green screen. So there's all that digital stuff going. I did wonder at one point just going to you going like, you know what? Screw that whole idea. Forget the money we're going to spend on the costumes. Buy 200 Kinder Surprises. We'll just sit here and we'll just open Kinder Surprises. And that would be much more successful. Do you know what I would do actually? 
if I was opening 200 Kinder Surprises on film, I would get the chocolate and I'd just be throwing it in a bin. Really? I would probably go into that little bin afterwards where I would just I'd be dedicated for the chocolate and I'd really eat it. But I would want the audience to believe because I know there'd be people who are going nuts going like, he's just he's just throwing out the chocolate. Like, he's throwing it again! I gotta he's share just, this. He's just looking at the toy and throwing out the chocolate. This is insane. He's not even eating the Kinder Surprise. The whole point is the chocolate. The, the surprise is just a little addition. Why would you do this? I'm going to make a rant and a rave about this. You'd be the most successful person ever because everyone's like, look at this asshole. Because wouldn't that get under your craw somebody who continuously buys Kinder Surprises but never actually eats the Kinder Surprise? What's the point? The toys suck. <laughs> But that was enough to make me want that when I was a kid. When it came down to selecting a chocolate, it was always Kinder Surprise because, well, that one came with a toy. I mean, the toy was shit and I would have lost it by the time I bought the next Kinder Surprise. Nobody ever has two Kinder Surprise toys at one time. It's true. You lose one. Because why would you keep track of it? <laughs> yeah, it's just a piece of crap. It's like a party popper. Oh, I got, got a little comb. Yeah, you've gone to like Christmas and you've got like the little Christmas crackers taking out the little thing. And sometimes you've got something to be like, huh, this is actually pretty cool. I like this. You have no idea where that is now. Yeah. Everyone think about the last time you got something from a Christmas cracker. Where is it? Yeah. Right now, where is it? <laughs> I'm thinking of Christmas time. Everyone at Christmas time got at least one little thing. Where is it? Do you know? I don't know. That little top that you got, you know. <laughs> that little magnifying glass or the little frog thing that jumps. I got one that was a little plastic like paper clip. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, I could buy like a packet of a hundred of these things for a dollar. And they're like metal and better and don't just break. But I was able to trade it for a Tesla so then that, that it worked, worked out, out fine yeah. yeah you just gotta know how to go up but then it's a Tesla so I don't actually have the plug-in so it just sits in my driveway someday I'll have the electricity to be able to drive it somewhere I love below it is a video how I traded a paperclip for an iPhone 11 yeah because then you got some dude who's just like oh my god I traded a paperclip for an iPhone 11 he's all excited puts his video up there looks up and goes oh someone got a Tesla I'm gonna go you one better Ben that's the same guy it is the same guy actually. it's the same guy and he got more views for the iPhone 11 trade than he did for the Tesla. And I think he did the Tesla first. So what's this? This guy got like a what I got for a paperclip series? Trading a paperclip, trading a paperclip. No, he only did it twice apparently. Really? Oh. That would be my job. If I could figure out how to trade paperclips for actual things. I only oh. ate McDonald's for 24 hours. Why would anyone watch that? I've done that. There was a movie where he did it for a month. Yeah. I mean, if I was like, hey, Ben, there's a movie where a guy doesn't eat anything but McDonald's for a month or there's some YouTube idiot who ate McDonald's for a day which we've all done it's just like if you came up to me and said like I've got a challenge for you Ben you've got to eat McDonald's for 24 hours I'd be like yeah and, and you're like no that's it that's the whole challenge well then I've already done that I'm still doing that <laughs> what you mean only 24 hours you got to go for 24 hours yeah like I said I had Maccas last night I had Maccas for breakfast Maccas for lunch and what's in my hand Garth they're cheeseburgers but yeah 139,000 views for I only ate McDonald's for 20... It's infuriating to me, but what I should be doing is trying to figure out why are they successful. It can't be what I think it is. They have these weird cook-offs on here as well. Who can oh. cook perfect eggs? Now, here's one... These and who are... can cook the best Italian? They're all stupid. The one that seems to have gotten the least amount of views... Oh, no, no, sorry, that's a million, not a thousand. One, the arcade punch bag jackpot. I actually want to click that one because it looks like he's kicking the punch bag. These all take 
takes so long too. Like I think that's the trick. Like yeah, it goes for like twelve minutes. And let's all... just skip ahead. That was it. <laughs> that was a trailer. I just saw everything I wanted to see on this. This is all clickbait. He didn't win the world record. It's like four guys going. Whoever wins between us will have the world record. It's like Ben. If you, I said to you right now, we're gonna have a competition. Who can eat the most McDonald's? And the winner will be the McDonald's eating champion of the world. <laughs> There's some fat guy. It's kind of like lightweights. Yeah, exactly. But they did a YouTube and said it, and we were stupid enough to click on it. I'm sorry I fell for that clickbait. See, that's what we need to do. We need to go to an arcade and just have a battle like, who's the world's greatest player at like Pac-Man or something? Air hockey. Bring it on. I will throw down on air hockey. I really want to start now this stupid YouTube channel that's just like (laughs) us doing dumb shit for no reason. It seems a lot easier, doesn't it? Rock up to anywhere and do anything, and then you're successful. Forget all the releases we're talking about. We're taking down all the old videos and just opening Kinder surprises from now on. That's all we do. Oh, that's good. That's like the pressure's off. Apologies to all the guests that came out. (laughs) (laughs) But if you want to come open Kinder surprises with us, that'll be fun. I mean, that does sound kind of fun. Like... If you came in here and I said, this is what I got planned for us today. And I just brought out a bucket and in it was 200 Kinder Surprises. There's part of you that's like, all right, this is going to be a good day. The problem I'd have, like, I'd, first off, I would eat the chocolate till I'm sick. Secondly, the toys are all stupid, but that'd be fun to open them and find out what they are. I wouldn't be able to throw away the little egg thing. Oh the... no, you'd be stuck with like 200 of them. Yeah, because I'd be convinced, like, they don't they seem like they're useful for something? I don't know what, but... I have thought that ever since I was eight years old and started eating them. But to this day, I am yet to find a single use for it. But I just imagine if I was to have 200 of them, like, suddenly you'd think there's... You'd find more uses if you had more of them. And I knew if I threw away 200 of those things, the second I threw them away, something would come up that I'm like... I need 200 little egg things. But think of a possible use. What is one use that you can think of? You can put stuff in them. Put small. what in it? Like this. The toys. They're not, not, you can put the, the toys the back toys. in them. All you can do is put a shitty toy in it. Yeah. <laughs> not even a good best, toy. Yeah, it's not even a good toy. But they're so, like, the way they're made and, like, seems like they could be useful for something. I don't know. Swallowing contraband that you don't want. Oh. I don't know if I'd want to. That would be really annoying yeah. to pass. It might be a bit big. And it probably wouldn't. Yeah, your stomach acid might eat it. May not work. Don't they use condoms for that? Yeah, that's true. Well, that, maybe that's turning yourself into a kinder surprise that sounds you would be a kinder surprise you'd be a literal yeah human kinder surprise you could fill up you could (laughs) Could you imagine like afterwards you're going through like someone's like smuggled drugs for you and you've got to go through like their feces afterwards and in the middle of all this brown is like a kinder surprise egg you're just like no way oh sweet oh it's a crappy toy i thought it was going to be drugs we smuggled why would you smuggle a a kinder surprise toy i thought it would be funny at the time (laughs) in retrospect no it was not while we're on this like disgusting topic though there is one thing that i thought of recently that blows my mind how come dogs can't eat chocolate but they can eat feces because chocolate has a thing in it that's actually like poisonous for them even humans can die from eating chocolate it's just that the amount of chocolate that it takes for us to die is a lot higher it takes a lot more chocolate to kill a human than it does to kill a dog but i reckon it would take more chocolate to kill a person than feces oh absolutely yeah feces will like stuff you up but if a dog had to like eat only feces or chocolate it should go with the feces absolutely well what what kind of feces any so long as they didn't eat chocolate beforehand really like because can a dog eat human feces i think that's a bit different yeah 
like I, you could eat cat poo all day and you'd be I'm fine. I'm not planning to. But you could and you have the facilities. Yeah. This is available to you. No. Have a ball of it somewhere. I have the YouTube channel we're going to do now. Ben eats cat feces. That's it. It's 24 hours a day. All you ever see is Ben eating cat feces. I know it will be successful. So and then my new co-star is going to be cat turds. Yes. <laughs> Slight improvement. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, gr- the beauty about YouTube. You really can't lose. You just got to be stupid and it seems like everyone likes you well, that's the thing you can get nearly 200,000 views if you you know try and cook eggs against your friend and that's only been out for two weeks might I add this is what he's been up to and to and a lot of this is um advertising like a lot of these are uh, product placements that he's clearly gone out and gotten I'm still looking at that uh, only eating McDonald's for 24 hours that's annoying you isn't it because it's like that's not even hard it's like putting up a video going like I drew three circles on a piece of paper. Oh yeah, that'd get like 2 million views easy. But that's not even an achievement. Like, I know that this guy is just clickbait, but if that was to be interpreted as I only ate McDonald's for 24 hours, as in for 24 hours I sat down and non-stop <coughs> ate McDonald's, now that's something. But then that'd be hard to do anything for 24 hours non-stop. And to eat anything for 24 hours non-stop would be hard. That's the only way I can turn this. But I'm sure I've said this before, the super size me, the 30 days, I'm pretty sure I've gone a month eating nothing but McDonald's. Yeah, all I did was watch that documentary and be like, what a lightweight. Oh, I don't feel so good. Yeah, that just means you need to eat more Maccas. Idiot. I mean, the, when I watched it, I was eating Maccas at the time. Too. Oh, yeah. And that was very intentionally done. We got the movie because back in those days, you would go get it from a video store. See, kiddies, there was this place you had to physically go to to get things. And they would give you a physical product and that represented the movie. And I still go and buy these things and (laughs) people look at me like I'm an idiot so I was holding the DVD and we're like driving back with it and just like going well do you know what we should get for dinner Hmm? McDonald's boom and so we sat down and ate McDonald's while we watched this dude eat McDonald's and you see that was a movie like forget YouTube that was an actual all the dude did was eat McDonald's and that was a movie and I remember watching it though I got caught up in the hype like because he showed like all the health effects and like oh look I'm deteriorating I'm getting fat and all my bodies and there's a doctor like you're killing yourself you need to stop and I was so into that it was only retrospectively I'm like wait no I eat m- nothing but McDonald's like I've done that maybe the only reason I say maybe is because I throw in Hungry Jacks and KFC as well I've eaten nothing but like drive through food for like years I had a friend of mine who when he moved out of home moved in with another friend and for two years they ate exclusively Domino's pizza there would always be like boxes piled up Aye. and that was all their rubbish they never had any dishes or any plates straight from the box and and they ordered so much that Domino's actually started sending them gifts. The delivery guy would say, they told me to give you this. And it would be like bags and t-shirts and stuff You're like that. You're getting merch. <laughs> and it's like, do you know how much these guys are worth? And some, because they would actually order for delivery multiple times a day. That's just living, isn't it? <laughs> I love the idea, the way you described it, like the delivery driver's like some new guy, like they told me to give this to you. Like Domino's is just like, look, we've got to give them something. They're keeping the whole company afloat. It probably got to the point where like if they didn't call in and order pizza for a day, Domino's would send someone round to check up on them. Are you, <laughs> guys, like, okay? Are you guys okay? Do we need to take you to the doctor? Do, do you need us to get you something from the chemist? We'll do anything. Seriously. <laughs> we need you back in pizza eating condition. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they stopped? I just bought a boat. <laughs> 
Imagine being that customer that you order so much pizza that they're just willing to like bend over backwards to keep you. They only do this sort of thing for companies. It's you against like Google. Like Google makes an offer. Like, you know, we wanted to have a pizza party for all the Google employees. They give them a discount. You're getting Google's discount from just what you actually eat by yourself. You're not a lightweight anymore. We're considering relocating our store to be closer to your house. <laughs> we know we did the, the numbers and the amount of money we save on fuel within a month actually covers the relocation costs. I love the idea of like him calling up at like his usual time and the guy just picks up and is just like hey Adam like we're getting your pizza ready already it's coming out of the oven now. Then that was my next question. Is it always the same pizza? Or do they, they mix up the flavours? No they did go arrange. They did try the whole menu but they did have their favourites. Like, it was one of those like 80% of the time they would order the same thing. Same like with you at McDonald's. Probably like 80% of the time you're ordering exactly the same thing but every now and then you go off menu or you go do a different thing I do wonder when I order the same thing every time how long is it going to take for them to remember me because I love when you hit that point where you walk in and they point at you and just say your order like you can just completely walk in without having to say a word and you can still get your order done I love that point Ali and I we're iced latte at Macca's people we Mm. go through the drive-thru here's the order I've got it down pat two medium iced lattes no sugar syrup half strength with cream on top that's how we roll this was like just every Saturday morning we'd go in and be the same people essentially you know the same people work at the Maccas. We get to the drive-through at the end, like because the person takes your order, and when we go to get it, the barista knew it was us. Just went, oh, I knew it was you guys. Like, like there was a commonality of, and we also got to know the baristas. Are like, oh, we see them. Oh, that's the girl with the tattoo on her arm. Oh, she always gives us lots of cream on top. Yeah, she's good. I like her. <laughs> oh, that's a new guy. Oh, we're gonna have to tell him how these things work around here. Oh, I hate when you see the new guy in front of the coffee machine. You're like, he doesn't know how to use it yet. Train him more. He we can practice on someone else's coffee. I did figure something else out too, because a lot of times when we go in, we get a coffee and Ali will take a sip and go, oh, it's really good today. And then I'll sip mine and be like, no, it's not. This is crap. The next week we'll go around and I'll sip mine like, this is pretty good. And she's like, this is horrible. There's a thing when you make, uh, you use the barista machine that you're meant to let the machine heat up for a couple of seconds mm-hmm. so that the heaty thing works. Once it's heated up, you don't wait again. Otherwise it burns the coffee. So they wait the same amount of time every time they do a shot. So every time we order two coffees, one is always good and one is always crap. <laughs> but you have no way of knowing which one's which. And once you've sipped, you can't unsip. It's just like a lottery now for you. It's like one or the other. Flip a coin, Russian roulette. It's like a little game you and Ali play where you just like take a sip with this delicious. I win coffee. Exactly. But also that like you sip and you're like, ah, oh, damn it. She got the good one. Uh. <laughs> What is your usual order at Macca's? Oh, I go the barbecue bacon lovers. Yeah, I go the Big Mac. Like, very classic. Mm. Though I am transitioning to the Quarter Pounder now. I did go the Quarter Pounder for a very long time. The barbecue bacon lovers is essentially an upsized uh, Quarter Pounder. Mm. As far as I can see, it's a fancier Quarter Pounder. But I did go through that, go through the gamut. Gotta go through the whole range. I'd get a chicken burger and a fish burger. I'd get nuggets. Is the Broncos burger, is that basically the McCoz? It's got beetroot on it. And isn't that all the McCoz was? As far as I know. Yes, that's the whole thing. I think the difference is actually, no, they on the McCoz they used to use like a tomato-y sauce and on the Broncos burger they used like a barbecue-y sauce. Aside from that, same thing. Yeah, my life hack that I want to put out there, because the breakfast menu, that um, Mighty McMuffin, oh, because, you know, you can get the bacon and egg McMuffin or you can get the sausage McMuffin or you can get the sausage and egg McMuffin. But there was no... No bacon, egg, and sausage. No one thought to put all three products 
products on the one thing. Of course I want that. And then they count with the Mighty McMuffin. I loved it. I got into that. Then they came out with the all day breakfast menu, which why wouldn't you have done that? Mm. What kind of an idiot wouldn't do that? I'm surprised it took them so long. I know. That's where I knew we were in the future. I remember when I first heard the all day <clears throat> menu, I immediately like ran outside into the street, like just assuming everyone else would. You know, like it's over. Everyone. And we'd all rejoice and hug, but it wasn't shared. So I came to Macca's at about midday, maybe closer to 1 p.m. I wanted to make sure it wasn't like, you know, leftovers. I'm ordering afternoon all day breakfast. And I'm like, sir, ma'am, whoever, get the child on the other end of this uh, microphone. I will have a Mighty McMuffin meal, please. And they're like, sorry, sir, we don't do the Mighty McMuffin meal. Like, what, what do you mean you don't do it? It's the breakfast menu. Oh, we only do selected breakfast menu. And so I went, can I get a bacon and egg McMuffin? They're like, yeah. Well, can I get a sausage and egg McMuffin? Yeah. Could I get a sausage and egg McMuffin with bacon on it? <laughs> and he said, yeah. And then when I came up to the window, we looked eye to eye and he had no clue what had just happened. Like, I just ordered a, a Mighty McMuffin. But you didn't call it that, so it's fine. Yeah, it's a secret. Don't say it. Oh, shh. If corporate hears about this, why would you say no and then let me have it and then just look at me like, oh yeah, that's fine. No, that's all right. You know, when you're looking at them like for recognition of like, you get why this is stupid, right? Everything that just happened makes no sense. And they're just like, well, that'll be all next window. Like, what the hell? Five years ago, I stumbled across a good life hack. I don't know if it works anymore, but I used to do it all the time five years ago. Mm. It was the ordering through Domino's. I found out that you could substitute ingredients if you did it online so what you could do but you could like it didn't even really have to match like i would order a pizza and i'd say like you know instead of capsicum put on chicken and they would give no surcharge for it whatsoever they're just like well that's a substitution that's That's fine for a while that happened is that still a thing i don't know i haven't done it in ages but i remember at the time i used to always order the vegetarian pizza because it came with the most crappy ingredients so i would be able to be like okay well i don't want this and i don't want that so i'd take off like vegetables and get like bacon and chicken. So basically, you'd make like a ultra meat lovers for the price of a vegetarian pizza. Like, because a vegetarian pizza has the most stuff on it. They're oh. trying to make up for the fact that there's no meat. You could only change two items, though. Ah, oh, I thought that was going to, like, revolutionize my life. <clears throat> so for me, it was always just, like, take off some vegetables and put on chicken and bacon. It's like, I don't need pineapple or capsicum. I just want chicken and bacon. Mm. Which I don't... I had some friends who would uh, order the vegetarian with sausage on it, because the vegetarian pizza is really great, but only if you add meat to it. Like all vegetarian vegetarian things because i even wonder that about the veggie burgers like would they go good in conjunction with a regular burger like if you replace the patty not if you replace the patty if you had a meat patty and you know you have like a meat patty and like salad on top like a lettuce and tomato oh because then what you're talking about is a hash brown burger the veggie burger is like a bubble and squeak isn't it like a basically it's potato is that what it is is that what a veggie burger is i think so remember the one i told you made me sick so it's just basically a giant potato scallop yeah or a hash brown i didn't have potato scallops my whole life until like two years ago. What? That doesn't sound like you. That's weird. I always looked at them and thought, eh, they don't really look that good. And then I was hungry one time and I ate it and I was just like, oh my god, these things are actually pretty good. Did you know that? So let me get this straight. You looked at the giant hot chip. It's just I'm... batter and 
and potato. And you thought, oh, what's the appeal? I don't really know. What's there to do there? I'm not a big potato guy. Really? I don't like potato chips. I do eat chips like fries and stuff. Mm. But I feel like that's because I've been eating those since I was a kid. They're almost like trained into me to that's eat those. That's the filler? Like, yeah, so that you can have a burger and be full at the end? You eat the chips just to pat it down so that then you can enjoy your burger and you can be done. And you have salt. Yeah. Essentially you're having salt. But no, a, a scallop is just, yeah, it's batter. I mean, you don't have to sell me on it now. I've had one. <laughs> I'm in the club. Yeah, yeah. Get a time machine, go back a couple years and go like, oh my God, Ben, this is going to blow your mind, but potato scallop. <laughs> and you'd be right, man. If you had turned up like a couple years ago when we started this, just got a potato scallop, put it in front of me and said, Ben, just eat this. And then I took a bite. I'm like, oh my God, Garth. You're like, I know. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> You're right, bro. You're right. <laughs> Would have been an amazing moment in my life. But no, they're actually pretty good. And it turns out most things you batter are good. Yeah, you can It's a good rule of thumb. Batter makes everything better. And they've gone like to experiment with this. Like ice cream, Mars bars, vegetables. You batter vegetables, they taste amazing. Yeah, I think I've told many stories about having a deep fryer on this podcast. You have mentioned it at least once, yes. Oh my God, like, yeah, it's something where- It's dangerous to have. It's dangerous. Like when you realize you can batter anything, you put on weight. Like soon as you go like, hold on, these Mars bars, I can just cover them in batter. You put on a couple of kilos after that. Now that you've got the deep fryer, every meal you ever have, you have the option of battered or unbattered. It doesn't matter what the meal is. You go, well, I could have this meal or I could have this meal deep fried. What is you're going to pick 10 times out of 10? Of course, you're going to go the deep fried. Though we have now in lieu of this deep fryer, we have probably one of like the most married people appliances ever, which is one of those like air fryers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's healthier because, you know, we're trying to watch what we eat. (laughs) How do they taste? (laughs) Nowhere near as good as deep fried. It needs oil. It needs to drip oil. I like the oil. There is no such thing as good for you and tastes good. I love the idea too of like, you know, when people try to sell it, like, you know, because there's no oil, so you can really taste the chip and you can enjoy the chips. And just you look at them like holding back from like just unleashing a barrage of punches. Like, I want to taste the oil. The oil tastes good. Potato is nothing to me. (laughs) That's where all the taste is. Like McDonald's do make some of the best chips ever. Because it's more batter to chip. Because you notice that they're just yellow. Yeah. They're not even potato colored. It's just like there's so much oil in there that they've taken on the color of the oil. Because they're so thin that there's no center really. If you ever microwave them later, don't (laughs) by the way, you realize that it's just an outer shell. Mm. Everything inside it is eviscerated. It's just oil because they're not (laughs) battered, are they? They're just oil. Mm. You put these tiny little twigs, they're absorbed in fried oil and then covered in salt. That's all it is. Mm. You don't like the potato. It's just to hold the oil and salt. It's a container for it. Exactly. It's the same as like pancakes aren't food. They're a retainer for syrup. Yeah, chips are just for salt. All those like big like nacho bowls that you can eat. Oh yeah. It's like no one ever goes like the bowls are good. It's like the guacamole and the chips are good. That's what you're there for. It's just cool that I can eat the bowl. It's just, yeah, fun. Now, I am a bit of a chip connoisseur. Do you have chip opinions? In other words, I'm asking. You've put out McDonald's and we all know that McDonald's is a unique kind of chip. KFC chips. Not a great fan of them. Get out of your house. (laughs) You don't live here anymore. You're so outraged you kicked me out of my own house. (laughs) And you'd be outside like, you had a point. (laughs) They're probably one of the ones where I would get like halfway through and then give the rest of the package to Shannon going like, you can finish this. Wow. I finish Ali's chips every time and I'm grateful. It's the seasoning. They season them, Ben. See, I don't like the fat chips. I like the thin chips. And you can dip them in potato and gravy. See, dipping them in potatoes seems redundant to me.
for me. It's like potato squared. I like putting the potato chip in the potato and gravy because it kind of feels like you're doing something wrong. It's potato on potato. This is like, it's kind of like vegetable cannibalism or something. It's kind of incestuous with gravy. It's, I feel naughty. I've often discussed the idea of a hot chip platter. Mm. Like, you know, people have cheese platters, all different kinds of chips. You got your curly fries, you got your Macca's fries, you got your wedges, you got sour cream, you got guacamole, you got aioli, you got your barbecue sauce. Oh, wouldn't you just love that? Not you, me. <laughs> <laughs> I can see your... But then there's a new element to the race. Because remember Hungry Jack's basically just had kind of shittier Macca's chips? They had chips? some of the worst chips ever before. Their chips are kind of tolerable now. And I think, for me, their chips work because their previous chips were so shit. Yes. They had to do a whole mix around. Because Macca's did an upgrade. And they're like, well, Macca's upgraded. I guess we should upgrade. And everyone says our chips suck. They're just slightly bigger than a Macca's chip. And, and they're always soggy. Yeah, they're just crap. Why were they always wet? They would always flop. Oh, that's because of all the grease. They weren't hard cooked. When you see Macca's, everything in it is kind of like plaster of Paris. Whereas Hungry Jack's is just, they're broiled, you know, like they're flame grilled, which basically means everything is just soggy, oily goodness. I love it. Yeah, with McDonald's, if you get a cheeseburger and crush it up, it will just pop back into shape. You cannot hurt a <laughs> cheeseburger. You go to Hungry Jack's, you squish that up. It's like a paper towel. Now the bread and the patty are one. Somehow it merges. They're not separate anymore. You squish that up, it's like, yeah, a wet paper towel. It's mushed. But yeah, they went through a big redevelopment. Now their chips are like, yeah, this is a different chip. It's directly in between the thickness between KFC and Macca's. So it's its own little shelf and they do them very well. Thank you very much. Yeah, but I reckon if they hadn't had their shit chips, you wouldn't really be into their other chips. They wouldn't have been anything special. True. It's just like a kind of worse than fish and chips chips. They're just <laughs> substandard fish and chip chips. Like if you think of all the takeaway places that do chips, they still make the worst chips. It's just you <laughs> eat them now and go, hey, these aren't as bad as Hungry Jack's. Oh, wait, it is Hungry Jack's. <laughs> Good for you guys. Huh? Showing some pride <laughs> for once. So on the other type of chips, the one thing that annoys me with that, my favorite flavor is barbecue. Like yes. I'm talking about the potato chips now. Mm. But I have realized that you cannot seem to find like a thin cut, not ruffled. Do you have a problem with ruffle chips. or is this just your point? I like ruffle, but sometimes I feel like a thin cut and I can't find a barbecue in a thin cut. Because I'm trying to think now. I'm like, have I seen a thins? I don't or think they do a imagine? barbecue. No. It might be a honey mustard or something. Like, no, I want barbecue. Yeah. I just saw the brown barbecue bag either that or i imagine it because it's very easy to imagine a product you've seen in a different color because sandboys and ruffles do a barbecue but both of them Ruffle. are ruffled especially ruffles yeah yeah <laughs> that's kind of their thing <laughs> if they came out with a smooth cut line it'd be like well it's kind of against your whole like motto yeah so a while ago i was just like huh i'm just looking for a good thin cut barbecue and this search has been going for years i can't find it pringle do they do a barbecue they do a barbecue they do a damn fine barbecue but it's not like a chip chip though Pringles are different Pringles are a little different I'm looking for something like Lay's why don't Lay's do a barbecue they do Lamington they should do barbecue they do Lamington you know they do the stupid flavours out now Lamington and everyone goes and buys them because they're like oh my god it's a Lamington chip then they eat it and they go hey it tastes like a Lamington that's disgusting and then they put it down and they never eat it again I have been eating a lot of real Lamingtons lately I've gotten into Costco Lamingtons because they sell you like a huge fucking tray oh yeah they're good we did discuss this you're still doing this since we did Australia. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah, I was talking to Shannon yesterday, like talking about how we're running out of lemmingtons and both of us sort of like hit this little panic of like, oh my God, something has to be done with this. Clearly we have to stop everything and do something. We have a high lemmington diet at the moment, <laughs> which I, I don't know if this is something that we should be eating this much of. We recorded the episode, like you started this lemmington about Australia Day. That's like four months ago now. I You've been a- on the lemmingtons too. Like <laughs> we can have like a lemmington intervention eventually. <laughs> yeah, like right now, dude, like it's over. You When you eat lemmingtons, it affects everyone. Shut up, I need my coconut fix. <laughs> it's like the only time I eat coconut too. Yeah, well, maybe you need coconut in your diet. I don't know. It's Lemmingtons and bounties. They're the only time I eat coconut. And possibly cherry ripes. I'm pretty sure that's coconut. Yeah, I hope that's got coconut in it. So maybe I do like that as well. Because mm. I do like a good cherry ripe. Mm. It's up there on like my top five chocolates. They're pretty good, aren't they? Okay, so this uh, corner store near where I work, they make their own little like assorted bag of lollies. And it's a dodgy place and probably bad things happen to the lollies. I don't care. They do a really good mix because it's not just like stupid like, oh, here's some jelly babies. They go all out. There'll be M&Ms. There'll be mustard. There'll be marshmallow. There'll be pineapple lumps. Like, they have the gamut. And it's, like, wild. And you buy, like, I'll buy two because one for me, one for Ali, but also because it's a special. And we'd take them home and we'd eat them. And it was nice. Like, oh, that's nice. I'll put that down. So last night I brought them home. And I think there's half a snake left in one because Ali has self-control and I do not. Uh Mine, I ate. I just sat there. Like, you wouldn't think a bag full of sugar like that that I could just eat through. I ate through the whole damn thing. And it was... Like at the end, I was like eyeing off Ali's. Like, is she done yet? I'm so gonna eat hers. And then <laughs> just I... waiting for her to fall asleep so you can steal <laughs> yeah. some. Fall into a diabetic coma so I can get full blown diabetes, woman. Yeah, you just got like this whole con going with her now that you convince her that she sleep eats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I sleep eat those? I didn't even get to enjoy them. And then I like burp must stick on her. Yeah. <laughs> You really do eat a lot when you're asleep. I do remember driving with Shannon one time. We drove past this place that was called like Candy Warehouse or something like that. Huge building. And so we're driving in there. It's like this big warehouse sort of thing. And it's like, they've just opened up. They've got these big signs in it. And we walk in and it's this big area full of like candy and stuff like that. And you could see that the people there were like ecstatic to see us. Like we had been the first customers ever to walk in. (gasps) And the guy's like handing us pamphlets and like following us around the store telling us about all the products and we realize after a while that it's not somewhere where you can go and get a Mars bar it's somewhere where they make their own candy and it gets to the point where it seems like these guys had bought way too big a store for the clientele that they're getting in and also like the suburb they're in probably isn't ready for connoisseur chocolatiers so it got to the point where like Shannon and I are just looking at each other with like do you just want to buy something because we feel bad and never come back and that's what we did we bought a couple of bags of lollies and just thought oh enough to justify him following us around the store like a little puppy oh the poor guy because i can relate to that guy and store's still open though oh, drive wow. past it every now and then so i don't feel that bad it's probably a front for like drugs laundering or something <laughs> probably in hard all right we have screwed around and got off topic long enough i no really... candy chips <laughs> you made a promise to the people at the start that you were going to read and this is like right at the start that you were going to finish this one thing about april fools and say why 
why they stopped in 2000 and... I don't even remember I, what year it is anymore. Is it 16? 2016. All right, so what are we get up Where to? Where were we up to? The YouTube thing. Okay, we're up to 2014. Good, because I'm not letting you go home until you get to 2016. <laughs> is this enough? <laughs> One more year. YouTube announced in 2014 that it was responsible for the creation... Oh, by the way, for those of you who already forgotten, it's April Fool's jokes that YouTube is doing every time. So in 2014, YouTube announced that it was responsible for the creation of all viral video trends and revealed previews of upcoming trends such as clocking, kissing dad, and glub glub water dance. See, they sound like they could be real things too. I'm curious about glub glub water dance. It's not anything. There's got to be a glub glub water dance. They're saying that's the upcoming thing. We're going to have a thing called a glub glub water dance. It's not. It was upcoming in 2014. We would have it by now. That was six years ago. It's an April Fool's joke, Ben. I'm still looking it up. All right. Okay. I do kind of want it to be real. Glub glub water dance full song. Hashtag new trends. Six years ago. Which, yeah, that lines up with this is the video they released. Some black guy in a cyclops mask while good looking girls dance around him. And he's dressed like Napoleon. I can't tell if he's speaking backwards English or a different language. I'm sorry, but I think this is just like a guy heard YouTube say glub glub water song and he went, well, I'll do it because everyone's checking it out and I'll be famous. And he's probably right because we know who he is now. Okay, so after 2014, the next year, YouTube added a music button to the video bar that played samples from Sandstorm by Darude. That's just a sample button. Okay. In 2016, this is where what happened. What did they do? YouTube introduced an option to watch every video on the platform in 360 degree mode with Snoop Dogg. That's too far. I think that's why they stopped. How do you top that? That is true. That is the limit. How do you beat watching a video in 360 degree mode with Snoop Dogg? Did they just say that that's the option? Like, it didn't actually happen, right? It's an April Fool's joke where they said, here's an option. You can watch the thing with Snoop Dogg in 3D and everyone went, oh, it's a fake button when you push it. Probably. It probably just had a picture of Snoop Dogg popped up with like wheels on him. (laughs) We've been dog rolled. We've been (laughs) duck rolled. Oh, it's dog rolled now. Ah, because he's a Snoop D double OG. Yeah. Double OG. I still, I'm so uncool. I'm like the whitest person. Uh, I like Snoop Dogg better when he was Snoop Doggy Dog. I liked him when he was Snoop. (laughs) Because he'd like sleep on top of his dog house. (laughs) When's he going to do another album with Woodstock? Yeah, good grief. I guess that's it. That's the the April Fool's jokes. They went from 2008 to 2016. Eight year run of doing stupid pranks. And they went, maybe they, in reflection, we don't even know why we're doing this anymore. <laughs> but why are we actually making our channel harder for our people who are coming to us? Why are we making the people who are making us money by going to our site, why are we making it harder for them? Why would you do that? That's like Nintendo <laughs> making everything like 8-bit. Morons. I know, it's kind of hit and miss when you do pranks. Because pranks, by definition, are kind of annoying. Yeah, you're actually doing something horrible to someone else. But it's not necessarily something horrible. But if it's well done, like, my favourite prank I think I ever saw. A person was going to hide in the wheelie bin. And when they come out, jump out like a jack-in-the-box. And they had, like, a scary clown mask, clown makeup on. And they're going to go, like, rah, when they come out. But it was a setup. So when they jumped out to go, rah, they were waiting with a box full of, like, roaches and bugs and maggots. And they threw them in the person's mouth. Ah. Now, that's a double prank because the only reason you got bugs in your mouth was because you were trying to scare someone else you were trying to prank them they pranked you don't be mad because they got you i do like those flip pranks where people think they're committing a prank but they're really getting the prank called on them just desserts i've been watching on youtube i like the pranks from like russia and eastern european prank people (laughs) are you sure they're pranks or are they just people hitting each other (laughs) that's basically all it is It's, (laughs) it's not i was gonna say borderline 
out assault. It's just flat out <laughs> assault. <laughs> it's like some guy goes, I got a two by four. I'm going to run around hitting people with it. And you're like, this is a prank <laughs> show. <laughs> but I watched the whole video because I'm like, oh my God, you just a- hit that person with a two by four. <laughs> He's still going. Slav life, yo. That is pretty sophisticated humor for a Ukrainian. And there's also in America, those people who do pranks in the ghetto. Oh yeah, but that's silly that you don't do that. That's more funny because that's threatening to them. <laughs> I tricked you. Oh, guys, this is a trick. We don't care it was a trick. You see one where it's just like some nerdy white guy who's just like, hey man, I'm in the hood here and I'm going to go up to a bunch of black guys and call them the N-word. <laughs> that's not a prank. That's, that's a death wish. <laughs> and that's the video. And it's like, it's weirdly captivating. Because you're like, why would you do that? This must be set up. He's going to die. It looks like he's going to die sometimes. But like Bill Burr said, like when he uh, was walking through Harlem and like he was confronted with a bunch of black guys like but I forget I'm like really white shockingly Caucasian so they were more scared of me like they were more shocked to see me than I was scared of them <laughs> like cause imagine you're like a thug OG gangster corner hustler dude in the hood like that's your hood you got a gun on your waist and a mean face and this white nerdy dude comes up and calls you the n-word you'd be like wait what's going on this doesn't make sense right now am I being set up this feels like someone's trying to get me. Yeah, you, know, you wouldn't just jump and kill them because you'd be like, this doesn't seem right. Imagine this little little dude walks up to you confidently and like hurls a racial slur at you. You'd be like, uh, excuse me, little white boy. Yeah, I even saw a woman that was an attractive Asian looking girl and she was going around farting on these big black guys. <laughs> And you could see their reaction of like, well, I can't hit her. What do I do in this situation? I'm not sure. Because you've never really contemplated that situation. What if an attractive girl just walked up to you and farted on you multiple times? I mean, she had a little buzzer that was just making the sound effects. Yeah, yeah. As long as you don't smell it, I think you're fine. That's my rule. Once you smell it, then things change. I think we need to normalize girl farts. Mm. I mean, if anyone farted on you, you you get upset. But by being a girl, it gets her out of like, well, you can't hit them. I'm not allowed to hit you. So on that note, did you want to rate this page? Sure, why not? I'm going to have to give this a duck roll out of a possible potato scallop. Because this was fun. This is like a rickroll. Rickrolls are actually really enjoyable. I really enjoy when someone comes up with a stupid thing and everyone gets on board, but they get so intelligent and crafty. And there's a lot of like thought. There's computer programming. I've seen where people have put up binary code and you put the binary code into like a binary code, like the stabilizer and it's a rickroll. Someone went to the effort to binary code a rickroll. That takes a lot of skill and knowledge and ability and time. None of which I have the capability of doing to do something really stupid. And I think that's what this page is like. It's just one thing after another of sensationally stupid things. This is really what our generation has added to entertainment. This is so dumb I can't believe it's a success. That's it. You have movies, TV and YouTube. It's a whole new section. Mm, And you know what you're getting. It's out of a potato (laughs) scallop because there's nothing better than a potato scallop. I mean, come on, don't be ridiculous. Mm. What did you think, Ben? All right, well, I'm going to rate mine out of 13. 13? 13. And the reason why I picked 13 is because we have made a series recently called Things You Wouldn't Want to Hear. Available on the Humidor YouTube channel. Yes, each week on every Tuesday, you can get a new episode of Things You Wouldn't Want to Hear. And we've got 13 of those in total in that series. Everything from Doctor. I've got the list here. What have we got? We've got Doctor, which we already released. Trady, um, which we already released. 
tradie, job applicant, chef, guru, lawyer, pilot, police officer, politician, romantic partner, roommate, tradie, tour guide. We're looking to teacher. shoot- Teacher. Teacher as well. Didn't I say teacher? You probably did. Probably did. I've done it again. But I don't want anyone to be left out because all the episodes are really amazing. They're really good and they're absolutely awesome. What I want to point out is that each one is great in its own regard. Every single person we brought in, we brought them in because they- have a skill they have a talent and they were given the best possible uh scenario for them the best theme and they all brought something amazing oh yeah these are hand-picked people these are people who we definitely wanted to work with this show was our excuse to bring in very talented people who we wanted to work with for ages and if you do like the series like we're looking at making season two so get in like tell us what episodes do you think would be good we're already getting some good suggestions from the cast and also from people who've watched the videos of things because originally we did it and just thought look we did it it's done but recently we've been talking to people and thinking like talking about a season two we got to the end of 13 episodes and went well i think that's all the things you wouldn't want to hear things because i don't know of anything else and then everyone else is like hey you should do this hey you should do that like hey these are actually pretty good ideas yeah it turns out if you let other people just think of the episode names it's fine yeah it works out and everyone and i mean everyone should enjoy these episodes because there's people who enjoy us Mm. and there are people who enjoy things and people who aren't us well this has us and someone who's not us so all people must enjoy it logically so everyone this is the new sensation yeah because even if you don't like us there is a not us in there so you don't (laughs) like us then you must like the other person come on so subscribe like comment send in suggestions and yeah so oh you're rating oh yeah yeah i was was rating i don't know nine Um, (laughs) But the YouTube channel Subscribe Yeah subscribe to YouTube That's really why we're here Who gives a crap (laughs) And yeah like and everything like that I think that just like Perfectly brings us into us Doing like the plugs for the show Like Facebook Instagram Twitter Twitter. Humidor.com.au Yeah you can email the podcast At wikireviewpodcast At gmail.com And yeah we mentioned Humidor.com.au And check the show notes For all of this It's all in there It always is Look around at all our stuff if you're doing because this is this is an exciting time for humidor we have a lot of stuff coming out and subscribe to that youtube channel and give us a five star rating for the podcast hey i think we haven't said that in a while yeah do that do that because now is your opportunity to make a comment about the podcast relating to the whole youtube thing which is very exciting it's all getting very meta now yes great i think we've advertised successfully the entire episode yeah i think we have oh it's been another episode of wiki review then it has i've been ben gruel i've been garth remington and we'll catch you on the next wiki review you. Find Humidor on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and at humidor.com.au. Theme is I Live for the Bass Drum by DJ Searle. All other music by Matt Graw.